Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the podcast. Some quick housekeeping as per usual. If you haven't done so already, please go subscribe to my weekly newsletter that I drop at 8 a.m. every Monday. You can subscribe by going to felixlevine.substack.com or you can go to my Instagram, click the link in the bio, and then you literally, it's the first thing at the top, you'll enter your email, and then you're done. And you'll get an email every Monday at 8 a.m. And honestly, it's been great being able to go back and forth with a lot of you that have taken the time to read it. So I really appreciate you for that. So go check it out if you haven't done so already. Follow me on all the social platforms as per usual, at Felix.Levine on Instagram, at Felix.Levine on TikTok, um, my YouTube channel by searching my name on YouTube. And my guest today, she is an incredibly young and talented musical artist, and I'm extremely happy to have her on the show today. Please welcome Stacy Ryan. And we're live, Stacy. Oh wait, we're actually live. No, we're actually not. <laughs> okay, perfect. I was I just, like, oh my god, I'm gonna I need to rethink that. everything. I just say, <laughs> oh, would you change if it was live? Um, maybe. Yeah, no, you gotta. Because I would just think you gotta be a careful little bit more. Then, yeah, you gotta be careful because then you're gonna, you know, then if you try to say something that could cancel yourself, you can't edit it out. That's true. Or like, oh, my next album. Oh shit! Oh. Wasn't supposed to say that. But thank God we're not. Exactly. So we're good. We can get we can, so we can go great. with a lot of hot takes and get really controversial. Exactly. And then we could be like, ah, let's just not put that That's in. what I was telling you off air, that you sound like somebody that would be really controversial. Oh, I have, like, I'm, I promise. I'm in, like, drama every week. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Andy? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're That's good. That's not true. Um, okay. Told you a few seconds ago. Yes. Is there a little tidbit, a little story, a little something the world doesn't know about you from what's already out there? Um... Yes, I had to think about it because I feel like everything is out there. But I have been obsessed. And this is a food thing, obviously. Like the first thing that came to my mind is like, oh, food. Um, I have been obsessed with ramen lately. And it was like something I had never really like eaten growing up. Like, yeah, the the instant ramen, like fine. But like the actual stuff. No, the instant's bad. It's It hits sometimes. When you're drunk. Um, but like just the real like ramen, I've been trying like different kinds, you know, like the tonkatsu, like with the pork broth. I'm like a good one. I tried tan tan men, which is like spicy. It was amazing. Wait, so where, where did this, um, where'd you get to try some, some decent ramen? In the city, there's some good ones. Actually, we were, oh, damn, I'm so glad that you asked this question because now it has like a, a a backstory. Oh, I was in Asia at the end of last year. And I was there with my manager and um, the head of International Island, Steve. Shout out, Steve. Shout out, Steve. Um, and we were in Singapore and we go to this mall and like the malls over there are just like insane. Like they have like concert venues and movie theaters and like everything. And we went down the stairs and there was like a whole, it was kind of like a food court vibe, but it was like underground and all the restaurants, it was like. It was like each, they had little blocks. So you could just walk and there was like tons of food options. They were like, oh, let's get ramen. And I I don't think I had ever eaten like real ramen at that point. And then we get it. And of course, like it's it's awesome. 
It's the Wait, best thing ever. So then, but have you had some in the city though? Um, have in I New had York some city. here? So we, another funny story. We were walking, uh, me and my guitarist Jacob to go get ramen yesterday at Z- Zudo, 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 Z-U-T-T-O. It's know? like a right in Soho. Okay. On Broom Street, I think. Okay. And so we're walking there. I'm so hangry at this point because it's like 2 p.m. I haven't eaten anything all day. We arrived in Secaucus in the morning and we all like got Ubers into the city because our bus couldn't drive into the city because it had a trailer attached. It's all it's all kinds we'll of. We'll get into it. We'll, we'll get into it. Um, and then there was like a problem with my hotel room because like the reservation had three rooms and I got one of the rooms that was already occupied by like someone else. And they were trying to figure it out. And I was just standing there like, I'm so hungry. And I'm like, just, you know, like trying to be chill. Because I didn't want to like be like rude with them. Like they were figuring it out. It just was taking a little bit of time. So anyway, we're walking. And I recognize where we're at because we had stayed in Soho when I was in New York in August when I was playing a show. And so I walk by and I'm like, oh, this restaurant that my parents went to like three days in a row in Little Italy, I was like, oh, I wonder if we'll walk by it. I remember it being so good. Like the penne alla vodka was great. And then what's literally across ramen. the street from the ramen Zero. joint is that exact restaurant. And I'm like, we have to go. We have to. We have to go. So we went. I called my mom. I'm like, guess where I'm at right now? I'm at the restaurant that you guys were at in New York. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous because they're at home, Montreal. That was a very long-winded story to say that we didn't end up getting ramen <laughs> last night. But if you know any good spots, okay, I have one. This place called Free Plug Gin Ramen. Mm, I'm excited. Upper West, you know this one? Gin. It, up, I think it's J I N Ramen. Mm-hmm. Upper West Side. That one's delicious. Okay. Sounds. We awesome. no, like especially in the city, they have some like unbelievable ramen. We can't be going back to like the the dollar ramen. What's it called? No, instant. The instant ramen. Unless when you're really fucked up. That's true. Uh, which I have done. Like, we, ha- I had a, a little the cup, you know, the cup of noodles, mm-hmm. like, oh, in yeah. the tour bus. Because we had... This is such a random story. We stayed in Fort Stockton, Texas. And I know no one knows where that yeah, is. Yeah, I've never heard of Fort it's, Stockton. Yeah, it's literally, like, a town off the highway with, like, nothing in it. And just because, like, we had to take a day off... Um, in between like two cities and that just kind of worked out that was like the halfway point or whatever and so we're in why did i start oh right so the hotel was there yeah i was like why did i start the story and they had a huge like array of stuff that you could buy for like like, snacks and drinks and chocolate whatever but everything was so cheap like the cup of noodles were one dollar isn't that what it's supposed to be yeah, but like I feel like if you were in a hotel oh, in yeah, New York, right. the like cup of noodles seven. would be seven dollars. So like we bought like I bought two cup of noodles and like <laughs> chips and like drinks. Ballin. Thanks, Fort Stockton. <laughs> we even wrote a song. <gasps> oh my god, we wrote a song about Fort Stockton. That's probably like the most attention Fort Stockton's gotten in a long time. Probably, yeah. Like I've never heard of Fort Stockton. Their Taco Bell is great. I definitely went there. <laughs> That's the only thing they had: a Taco Bell and a Wendy's and McDonald's <laughs> or KFC. Wait, so have you been living on this tour bus? I'm confused. So, yeah, we have been um, on the bus since February 24th. Oi. And honestly, it sounds like I was weary going into it because I'm like, how is this going to be? Like living in like, I don't know, like how many, however many square feet the bus is with like bunks and, you know, it's hard to find alone time. But it has honestly been like really good. How many of you are on the bus? We're 10. All the time. 
not all the time. Like, that's the thing is some people, like, depends on if what city sometimes people will go home. Like, when I was in Montreal, I stayed at my parents' house. I wasn't on the bus. People go out, see friends. So it's not, like, 10 people all the time on the bus. But when we're sleeping, we have our little bunks. It's like a sleepover every night. Is it comfortable? Honestly, yes. Like, that mattress, for what it is, is great. Wait, so you guys have been just going city to city... So, yeah, what's kind of cool about um, being in a bus is that they drive overnight. So, like, you go to sleep and then you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm in the next city now. So you don't, like, feel that travel time. So it's almost a little bit less, like, exhausting than if we were driving, like, in a sprinter van or something during the day, like, hours and hours to get to these new um, cities. But it kind of takes out the, like, how traveling takes a toll on you you kind of just like oh i went to sleep and now i woke up and now we're here is it the same driver the whole time mm-hmm. yeah our dri- it's actually our driver's birthday today happy ha- birthday justin ha- <laughs> happy birthday justin <laughs> um is it as glamorous as you might have thought when you were a young toddler what tour life would look like definitely i mean you know that's funny that you asked that because i remember like seeing you know like bts videos of like justin bieber and whenever all my favorite acts like on their tour bus i'm like that's the coolest thing ever and honestly it kind of is but they're also you know it's not perfect you know like there there's <laughs> this is maybe tmi but there's a bathroom you know like i was about to ask but you can't oh can't go number two. Oh, that's tricky. because it just it's like a it goes into like a tank and you know you don't want to like great. Yeah, but we're stopped often enough that we could just go and find somewhere. Um, And we don't, because we're not staying in, like, hotels um, rarely. Like, we do sometimes when we have a day off or, like, a couple nights. Like, here we get rooms. Um, But most of the time we just have to Uber to Planet Fitness because we all bought (laughs) memberships. And we just go. We just show up and we just go right to the showers. Why don't you just bring the the bus to Planet Fitness? So sometimes we do, but it's because the bus is parked um, outside of the hotel where the driver sleeps during the day. So because once he's off the clock, he can't like drive anymore. It's like a very, there's a bunch of regulations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bus will be parked there. One time we parked in the Planet Fitness parking lot. I think it was in like uh, Tampa or something or Orlando. It's great. So you've gotten to see like how many different states... Oh my god, I've been to so many new states. Like, I had never been to, let's see, Louisiana, Texas, uh, Arizona, Oregon, Washington, Colorado. I've been to Missouri before this tour. Uh, Michigan, that's a state, right? Mm -hmm. Perfect. I was like, wait, Detroit's (laughs) a city. Um, Michigan, where's... uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Minnesota. Never been to Minnesota. Um, and then I think everywhere now that we're going on the tour, I've been like the rest of it. Okay. Like I've been to North Carolina. I've been to Pennsylvania and New York. How many? So how much time is left on tour right now? Like not a lot. And I'm sad. Like what day is it today? April 7th. Um, less than. So our last show is on the 13th. So like less, less than, than a, a week. week. I'm so sad. Don't remind me. And then you're going to go home? I'm going to go home for like literally two minutes and then I'm back on tour. Oh, really? I'm uh, opening for Joshua Bassett in Europe. Look at you. Which is, I'm super excited. I'm excited to see how different this tour is going to be from like the one I'm doing right now. Just because of so many factors, like where it is, like the fan base, age, demographic, you know. So all of, how long is, is that one going to be? That one's way shorter. It's like 
two and a half weeks, three weeks. Oh, so okay. it's not seven and a half weeks. What cities are you hitting? Uh, we're doing. I'm actually going to new places too. Uh, we're doing. Um, I think we start in Hamburg, and I have been to Germany, but I've never been to Hamburg. And we're doing like Cologne too, which I've okay. never been. Um, and then we're going to Amsterdam. Never been there. I'm excited, especially in the springtime. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. Good. Do you smoke? Uh, smoke what? Weed. Yes, definitely. So have fun there. Oh, is it legal over there? That's like the capital of the world. This is off the record, by the way. My parents are going to listen to this. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they going to be disappointed when they hear that you smoke well, weed? Well, they kind of like know, but I don't think they want like big everyone stoner. to know. Big stoner. Yeah. A Every day? Bit. Yeah. Edibles or just smoke? All of it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Stacey's on the vibe. parents, I'm sorry to Yo, like destroy I have, like, like, yeah, the entire... Yeah, I have my weed pen in my bag and I threw it in there and I'm like... Are you I'm high gonna, right I'm now? Gonna need... No. It's I was okay like, I'm going to need to hit that afterwards. I had... a. High, you think this is highly stressful? Well, no. I think I was just like, I have a moment and I know that after I'm going to be tired and I want him to zen in the car on the way back to the hotel. Just... No, like, see, I respect that you didn't do it before because once I had a guest that I will not name. Oh. So high when she was, oh, I said she. Uh-oh. 50% of the population when, is cut I out. I know, fuck, that's like. You can tell me, I won't tell anyone. I promise. I'm very good at no, secrets. No, because then I got to bleep it out and then I got to like remember that I have to bleep something out. and You know what I mean? Okay. Anywho. She came. Uh, <laughs> can you text it to me so that no one can know? Was, yeah, you remember real quick. <laughs> Sorry, I just really want to know. Um, oh, what's wait. your phone oh, number? Because oh, also, perfect. Not trying to have the whole world know my phone number. Oh, true. Yeah, I'll be like, just say it out loud. Just say it out loud. Just, just <laughs> drop your number. That's so funny. Anyway, she showed up so fucking high, like high, like oh. where, where she when I was started talking to her, she goes, "Why are you looking at me?" And I go, "I don't know," because we're supposed to be talking. It was like that level like, high. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think, I don't, I wonder if you would know her. Well, we're about to find out. I don't really, I don't do it like in the mornings. Like I just kind of wait. So you're like a real stoner. Like if we're talking like hours of the day, like that means, no, like. I could consider myself a stoner, yeah. And your parents have no idea? No, my mom knows. My dad is just kind of like, he doesn't care to know. So the less he knows, the better. Are you an only child? Um, no, I have a brother and sister. Um. Let me check on IG. The name, I mean, the name looks familiar because it's. Can't it's, even it's say the name. industry either because I don't kill it. The oh, the industry. This is fun. I should I should do more shit talking like this with. Yeah, more you so guess. should. Hold on, hold on. Let's. Because last episode I did some shit talking, but then I had to bleep it out because we're talking about a rapper, and I've had three rappers. On um. The show. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've. I feel like I've seen some of her. She stuff pulled before. up like straight like. Damn, that kind of sucks. Sweats, full sweats. Whoa. Full sweats, high as fuck. And she was like, I don't even think she like could understand what was going on. I was like, oof. Woof. Anyways. Damn. Anyways. Uh, back on track. Wait, I was gonna ask you, you speak French? I do, yeah. Tu veux parler en français? Tu parles en français? Oui, on peut faire toutes Tu peux me poser toutes les questions en français. So you have like the straight Canadian French accent. Yeah, definitely. See, I'm like a snobby French. Ah, boo. Kidding. Like you know how like we're we're like assholes to Canadians. Why? Like, Wait, are you, you French? Do you get it? Yeah, I'm half French. <gasps> slay. Uh, yeah. Love that. <laughs> Big slay, right, Andy? Yeah. That's my new thing. I've been saying slay a lot. I know. Honestly, I mean, I feel like everybody has. I just feel like, I feel like slay doesn't sound good if I say it. Make it sound good. No. Like, be like, if you are assertive with it, people oh, will be like, if you just say like, oh yeah, slay. Like, don't, don't hesitate, you know? But I feel like I would hesitate. Mm, then don't say it. Because yeah. if you're like, oh, slay. I was like, why'd you say yeah, it like that? Yeah, then people would be like, I feel like you sound so cringy. Be like, right, right, just say mind. like, slay. See? 
Oh, that was good. And then if you add the hand movement too? <laughs> you know, see, I feel like you pull it off, I don't. Um, we'll see. Yes, yes, half French. But, like, do you speak French at home? No, my parents are like, my whole family's English. Uh, we just grew up in a, or I grew up in a French place. And I could have like lived there my whole life and never learned French. But I learned it because I went to school. Like when I left elementary school, I knew like very, very little French. And I got accepted into a like intensive music program in this one high school that was like just completely in French. Mm -hmm. So like every class was in French except for English class. And I just kind of got like thrown into there. And I was terrified because like I couldn't communicate like as much as I like wanted to just because I didn't know the language well enough. But like that's the best way to learn, you know, I'm just kind of getting thrown into it. And now I, I know it like i know it like i'm bilingual so yeah no you are i, I could tell even like the accent thing because like because french people who people who don't understand like we're really really snobby towards the canadians we say that like your accents suck we say that sounds weird we, i mean to I'm be fair we you. say the same thing about you guys no so. way really a little bit i know this yeah i, I mean one traffic i think we're just kind of always like Bitter. you know we're always like oh you guys sound snobby and whatever and then you guys are saying you guys sound like hicks because it's kind of true we have the twangiest french it's twang, ever it's, twang. it's so but twang. like when you're in paris have you been in paris mm -hmm. so like when you're there and you speak i french? think they find it cute oh. because like what kind of artist with the name stacy ryan that sounds would, that sounds like would, you're from like the midwest yeah i know i i mean midwestern i basically roots? um sounds like you grew up on a corn farm <laughs> <laughs> i grew up in like the most like white suburban actually not true um, I would just say suburban um, street because Canada is diversified. Diversified? That, is that a word? Diverse? There's diversity. I make up Canada. words sometimes. You know what I mean, though. No, I do not. Um, but yeah, I grew up on, you know, on a very like regular suburban street. We don't really know too much about my, uh, at least my dad's background because he's adopted. So who knows there? But my mom's like Irish. Belgian, you know, all the like the European stuff. The so, but who knows? Maybe I could have had a grandma that grew up in on a corn farm in Ohio. Like, who knows? It's very possible. It's very possible. Because Stacey Ryan is a very, very It's just a very Ohio English, name. like there's no French at all. That's what no, I think surprises not. when I go to Paris and I'm like, oh, je parle français. And everyone's like, say what? Name in French? I, I just say it in Stacey. English. Stacey Ryan. Like, I don't, if, I, if I'm if i introducing myself, I'll be like, bonjour, je m'appelle Stacey Ryan. I'm not going to like uh, twist the. No, you should. Let's I don't, see. People, Stas it would basically be Stacy Rien, which is terrible. Uh, yeah, see? Terrible. I, yeah, I know. Like, that's, that's why like I don't horrible, do it. Like... And it changes the whole name, too. It doesn't even sound the same. Fair enough. Because, like, Stacy and Ryan are two very English names. Would you want to live in this country sometime soon? Talking about France or the, no, United States? the United States? I already live here. Oh, I really? moved to LA, yeah. Okay, that I didn't know. Yeah. So you just consider Canada home, but you're now you're, yeah. like, home. So home, home, home Canada. Right. Home, home, Canada. Home, LA. How long have you been there for? Um, I like started the move. So I signed a lease in June of last year, but then I oh, was okay. gone all the time. Like I traveled that whole summer. I was not even really like settled in until like September, like actually getting all our furniture and stuff. And I only got my visa. Um, I don't think the border patrol officers are going to listen to this. No, I don't think they will either. Um, I don't think they will. Honest. But I basically should, only got my like full-time visa in January of this year. So I was living in the States for like six months without a visa. I had temporary ones, but then I would let them expire. And then I would just overstay. 
but they were not they, i wasn't working you could have gotten yourself deported i could have but i wasn't like actively making money so technically i wasn't doing technically i wasn't doing anything wrong if they would have found out they would have been like you got to come home right now your immigration lawyer is gonna be fuming when they hear this yeah well they're not gonna listen to it so. good <laughs> immigration lawyer close your ears do you have a good immigration lawyer i need one um actually. They did the job, you know, it's just like, I feel like all of those people are, um, it, the process was very difficult. It was like awful. It was so expensive. It took so much time. Like there was a lot of, um, uh, like miscommunication. Like sometimes they would be asking for a certain document or whatever. And then we would have to wait on the person who we needed it from. And then we finally got it. And they're like, oh, we didn't actually need that. But thanks. And we waited like weeks and weeks when we could have like, you know, so it a lot of stuff like that happened, but I have it now. So it's in the past is in the past, but it was grueling. Do you, so have you enjoyed living in, in LA? I love it's it so much. It's a good quality of life, no? I mean, New York for, is better. You know what? The more time I spend in New York, the more time I'm I could be you. like, I could live here. I'm telling you. But my whole, like, like my, my management, mm-hmm. like producers, like basically my whole team is in LA. Um, and I love the weather. Yeah, I never good. liked the cold growing up, like on the, I mean, parentheses, I say East coast. Everyone's like, it's not on the coast. So it's not East coast. And I'm like, shut up. I grew up. It's East coast, whatever. I never got used to the cold. I was never like the kid that was like, oh, I want to go do like sports outside in the winter, like skiing, snowboarding. I just like, that wasn't me. I was like, I like to stay inside where it's warm. So now LA is like great. So do you feel like you're living like the dream right now? In some ways, definitely. Which ways? Um, I mean, there's like all the good parts, you know, like being on tour, playing shows, um, living in California, like meeting new people, making connections, going to parties. Like it's awesome. But then there's also like a lot of uncertainty when it comes to like money, you know, like it's not like my dad is essentially my business manager for the time being until it kind of like gets out of because he's not a business manager. He was. Um, he's always been very good with like numbers, spreadsheets, budgets and stuff. So I trust him with that. But, you know, it's also stressful um, when, you know, he's telling me like, hey, just want to let you know, this is how much you have left. This is what we're looking towards. And like it's, you know, and like also moving countries is very complicated when you have to like get a social um, security number, which I don't have, you know, and like getting insurance now that I have to pay for because it's not free anymore like it was in Canada. Oh, yeah. And now because I've moved, I don't have insurance in Canada anymore either. I lost it. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. And so there are a bunch of shittier parts to this life. But I mean, life is never like all fucking great. So it comes with it, but the pros outweigh the cons for sure. But do you feel like you know, because some people would look at, at you right now and they'd say like, oh, she's, you know, she's living the dream. She's living. I, I would say, yeah, I am. Is there one moment that you felt like, wow, I'm living my dream? Hmm. I feel like there are lots of moments like that, but probably, oh gosh, maybe I'll name a couple. Uh, playing the Montreal Jazz Fest last summer with like my music was crazy you know, on like that big stage. I remember it started raining, like downpoured right after we finished, which was like some kind of crazy sign Mm -hmm. from whoever. Um, I think sitting in the Island Records office and signing my record deal was crazy. That day was just like, I remember it was a whole month, like the whole month of January of 2022 was like, 
label talks and like um like zoom calls like I would have like 10 zoom calls a day with like publishing and labels and it was all very overwhelming and then finally when we made the decision and we signed I was like this is so official it's like so cool and then I flew right to LA to like write songs for a month like that two month period was like crazy because I was doing like so many firsts you know like I had never written in a room with producers and co-writers and now it's like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. um god what else have I done there's like so many things I saw your um your James Corden how, how, how can I forget that James how can I for- big old James. Big old- <laughs> that sorry you might not literally- like that he's not gonna listen to this he's if you are hey James love you <laughs> hope you're hope you're doing well you're in good. london he moved back oh yeah isn't he done with doing yeah, that so show he comes in into like the green room before the show to like meet me and i'm having a gin and tonic because i was nervous and i was like a couple sips of this will be great for sure um and he's like oh what are you what are you drinking and i'm like oh gin tonic he's like oh good choice yeah <laughs> and then i'm like uh i told him like oh like this is the last season of the show he's like yeah i'm gonna move back to the uk with my kids you know i don't want to raise them in america and i was like i get it yeah <laughs> Um, so I hope you're doing well. And if you moved back already, I don't know, James, but that day was like, I had a driver pick me up at my house, which like has happened. Like I got picked up today in a nice big car, but it just felt like, I don't know, like he was in my driveway. I was like, this is cool. And then he's like, do you want to stop at Starbucks? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah. You're getting treated right. And then, yeah, I got treated so, and like, well, I would hope that the late, late show would treat they, you right. They treated me so right. And I had all my friends with me, like my bandmates are my friends, you know, and my producers. So they're the ones who have been like, they wrote the song with me. They've been hearing the song since day one. So being able to like share that with them was like super awesome. It's a weird, um, you know, it's funny. Do you know who St. Levant is? Mm-mm. The, you, you know who I'm talking about? You know him? This, I might. This if you, you like showed me a picture, I would you. maybe. He's uh, so funny enough. We went to my first year. This fella. <laughs> oh, almost made it. I know. Saint Le- you might have seen him on TikTok and others. Uh yeah. oh. Does he? Did he do those videos? Oh. He had the one that like blew He's the fuck hot. up. He's hot. Saint Levant, you are hot if you're listening to this. Very, very. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but I'm down to follow. Oh, is there a song? I ain't singing shit, but here I'll play it for you. Perfect. Are we gonna get copyrighted? Mm, oh, maybe that'll be fun. It's okay. He's like one of my best friends. I'll sue. He Perfect. Can sue me. Perfect. He can sue me. Fuck. I want those guys in your DMs to talk to themselves and then tell her they feel that they know I you. I wanna make you forget about your overthinking on your That was a song. Very few friends. God, I'm such a great friend. Always plugging him. Um, That's cool. But long story short is I saw him kind of like pr- like just starting. Mm-hmm. And then now he's like blowing up, blowing up. And it's like a weird – it's pretty cool. Like I, it's uh, – and I feel like it must be pretty awesome for your friends, your family and co mm-hmm. to be able to see – to be able to see that. I don't know if they've been able to communicate that with you or – yeah, my uh, parents have been like, they check my numbers and stats more than I do. Oh, really? They'll be like, hey, did you see Fall in Love Alone hit 17 million views on YouTube today? And I'm like, I did not know that. Thank you for it. They're just, they're very excited. And I feel like, you know, not living with them anymore and living like quite far. Are you the only child? Uh, I'm the only child that's moved out. My brother and sister okay. who are like five and six years older than me still live at home. Both Don't laugh. Them. Why are you smiling? Because I think it's funny. They both have very stable jobs and like they're gonna, they're on their way out. 
But it was just funny that like the youngest, I was just like, bye. And so I left. So you the golden child? Um, I wouldn't say that. I was definitely no, like, I, say, like, I was definitely you? the baby. And I got treated like the baby. You know, I definitely got to do more stuff than my sister. Like my sister bringing home a boy, like sleeping oh, in her really? room at 18, never would have happened. Ever. And my parents were like, oh, fine, whatever. <laughs> so, but you know, I don't, I think that living far from just like my family, that's how they kind of like stay in touch a little bit is just to like keep updated on everything that's happening. And we talk, you know, I called my mom yesterday. Uh, they've actually had no power. There was a huge ice storm in Montreal and we were just there because we played a show a couple days ago. Like, I don't even know the second. What day is it now? The seventh? Just the days of the weeks, the numbers, yeah, it, they don't exist. Um, and we just left and then this huge ice storm, like a bunch of trees knocked over, no power for days. And so I'm like, sorry, guys. <laughs> I got to go to New York. I got to go to New York where it's beautiful. Where it's be oh, yeah. Great weather We had days. the best weather. Where were we? D.C.? No. Boston? It was like 80 degrees. Where did you play in Boston? Uh, Union Stage. It was like near Cambridge, Alston, okay. Alston okay. in Boston. I don't know. These are all new cities that I've never heard of. But that show was fire. <laughs> the venue was awesome. Because um, it's fun to see all these different size venues. Because we've been playing rooms that have had like 200 cap room to like 1,500. So it's kind of fun to see like the difference of all these places. Do you get nervous going on now? Um, No. Not really. Not for like this kind of thing because I know my set like so well. Like the first couple times I was a little jittery because, you know, like you're working out the kinks if there are any and like, um, you know, just performing live always brings this little like, I, whenever I try to explain it to people, I always say like, it's not so much like jitters. It's more just a feeling, a feeling of like anticipating that something is going to be happening. Like mm. going on stage and playing a show, like that's kind of a big deal and so my body just kind of feels that feeling but i'm not necessarily like nervous then as soon as i go on stage that feeling just like have you ever had like a oh shit paralysis moment um i think maybe not paralysis i've definitely been like more nervous for like when i played the jazz fest that was crazy like there were so many people um right before playing the la show um on this tour i was a little nervous because there was like a 1200 people there and it's also um when you're playing with like just like by yourself and one other musician it's hard to like fill big spaces sometimes because mm -hmm. you can just hear people way more because you don't have giant like drums to cover them up um but i remember the moment that i was like most nervous in my life to perform something was as i was standing outside the doors um i auditioned for the french version of the voice like oh, 2016 really? Uh, I didn't make it to like the TV, but like this was like the pre-audition. And I remember standing there waiting for them to open the doors. And there was a mirror right next to me. And I could see my heart like beating. Like I could see it like pumping. And I was like, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> I've never seen that. And I didn't get chosen. But honestly, uh, good riddance. Because, you know, who knows? What if I would have accepted that? And then yeah. my whole life may have been on a different course, you know? At what point in your life did you know that this is what you wanted to do ever since i could think of what i wanted to do with my life i was like i'm gonna be a musician i want to be like when i was a kid i was like i want to be like a pop star but now obviously as i've grown um i just like i always told myself if i can support myself and live a comfortable life making music that's all i want and i have exceeded that already which is crazy so that's a little so it's i mean it's amazing in one way but in another way you're 2000 mm -hmm. 2000 as well um <gasps> 
See, that's already that good. That was a good sleigh. That was a good sleigh. I don't know. Just I practice think that it. might be the last Just one. Just practice do it. it. No, you um, but uh <laughs> but in a lot of ways isn't like how how do you go from here? If you're if you're doing what you what you wanted to do but you're still so young. You know what? That's crazy because I am so young and like I have really like come into like not accepting that because it's not like a thing that I have to accept, but just like acknowledging it, like how much life I have left to live. And like, I feel like, yeah, right. Um, I feel like with also on these on these tours and the people that I work with, everyone is a little bit like older because in the music industry, like age is not really a thing. Like people in their 20s and 30s and 40s all make music yeah. together and hang and like, that's just always how it is. But when like, my producers are a little older than me. Everyone on this tour is a couple years older than me. So it just kind of puts it into perspective that like, damn, like I'm going to be 30, which is where how like old some of most of these people are in eight years. That's so much time. But also, is it like, you know, that was existential crazy. questions yeah. are going on right now. Because you know what I always think about like eight years ago, we were, are you already 23? I uh, no, this summer. Okay. So eight years ago, we were like, what, 12? No, that's bad math. 14? 14. I'm not good at math. No, I can tell. I, um, but, oh, <laughs> I can tell. Okay. But uh, but think about where you were at 14. L- literally, I was in, yeah, I was in, what was I? I was like halfway through high school and like, ugh, I was so cringy. I was a band kid. You're a band kid. Oh, definitely. That's okay. Played the trumpet. Comes in handy now. No, Do you ever play the trumpet now? So... People always are like, you should bring it back. Like, could you imagine if like just during my set, I just like picked up a trumpet from side stage and it would be kind of gangster, but I would have to take a lot of time to get back into it because it's like, it's something, it's kind of like riding a bike, like you never forget. But then if you don't do it for years and years, you have to get like back into it just because of like endurance, like, you know, like you're. Oh yeah, your mouth is basically like your lips are like buzzing in an embouchure in like the little metal I've mouthpiece. I never played the trumpet, so I don't know. It's hard. No, it looks hard. It's really hard, and you have to upkeep. Like you have to practice every day. And I just like think that at least right now, it's something that I don't have the time for. And I wouldn't want to like half-ass it and be like, oh, let me just practice for a whole day and then like play this one thing on stage and then like never do it again. I would Get want on the tour to bus. be more. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone would love yeah. that. <laughs> I'll go in the back because there's like three different sections on the bus. There's like the front lounge, which has like the little kitchenette in the bathroom. Then the bunks, then like a smaller back lounge. Just blast it. I'll be like, yeah, I'll just be like, hey guys. Um, So I just picked up this trumpet from this random music store. I'm about to go practice. Is it okay if I start at 1 a.m.? Would that be great? <laughs> They'll love that. I'm sure they will. Um, that's so funny. But in a lot of ways, I think that's it's quite exciting because if you've gotten to this point, who then, knows where I can go? Who knows? You know? You a manifester? Yes. So how, what are so we going to manifest right now? I'm manifesting. Damn. I was at Radio City Music Hall last night. I want to play that venue really bad. I'm thinking. What are you, like next year? I mean, I could see okay. myself like opening for someone there. No, no, no. You know? But see, like, I but, don't think. I don't like opening is a way like that's what I'm doing right now. And I love it. You know, and that's just a way to get more people to know who you are. So if I have to pass by that step of opening for someone at Radio City Music Hall before I play, that's awesome. You know, who's who's like your dream person to open for? Good question. Um, let's see. Manifest it, manifest. Okay, I'm manifesting so hard. Just look right in the camera and say it, so then we can. Which one? This one. That's your camera. Um. Okay. Uh, Can I choose like ten different people? Mm, Maybe not. 
Three? I'm thinking maximum three. Okay. Um. Okay. Let me set it up. It's so hard. It's April There's so 7, many... 2023. A year and from... Wait, that's today. That's today. Okay. So, no, let's let's give yourself a little bit of cushion. By April 7, 2025, Perfect. you will have opened for... Okay. Can I look at my Spotify um, songs just to know who Stacey, I like? Stacey, come on. I'm sorry. I can't... When you ask me questions, my body... My body. Sorry. I'm reading uh, my phone. <laughs> I cannot multitask. I have learned that. I'm just thinking, God, you're not high right now. Oh, my so God. I could not... Say, I would oh be... I'm really f- high-functioning, though. <laughs> high-functioning, <laughs> pun intended. Good one. Um, okay. First one, Daniel Caesar. Oh, okay. Want to open for Daniel Caesar? I feel like That's one, it would one. be a good fit. Two, I've been listening to him ever since he put out his debut album, and like he's putting out a new album now, and I'm like so excited. <laughs> okay. So that's one. Um, 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 um. Let's see. Let's see. I have so many. Oh, Billy Joel. Oh. Billy fucking Joel. <laughs> I would. MSG. Probably. That is one of my um on my bucket list, and it has been for a while. Either opening, playing it, playing with him. Like, I have been, like, because my dad showed me a lot of music when I was younger, you know, and, like, Billy Joel was one of his favorites. And I, you know what would be awesome? I feel like if I, because my dad's always wanted to see him, too, like, ever since he oh, was young. Go, so could you imagine? Two birds, one If song. I'm like, hey, come see Billy Joel sold out at MSG and I'm playing with him. If you ever get that, you should do, like, a, like a record the his reaction type thing. Oh, my God. I think that would be one of, like, my dad's not very, like, He's not a very emotive person. No, he's going to be emotional. But I feel like that might be... Oh, that'll just get be, him to cry. Right? Okay, last one. No, we don't want to see Gary cry. That would be so no, sad. No, no. I don't like it. Gary Ryan. Um, Gary Ryan. People Great call fellow. me that. That's like my nickname. No, really? Yeah. Really? Like one of the guys, Mike, he'll be like, yo, Gary, what's up? <laughs> and I think that's so hilarious. Um, okay, last one. Jacob Collier. I'm surprised we still haven't worked together yet. I love that guy. Wait. I was gonna. I was thinking of one person. Yeah. But more French people would know. Uh huh. Stromae. Oh hell yeah! You know, I saw him at MSG. Was it iconic? Yes, and I actually got his opener on my show. Who was was his opener? It was this uh this lovely South African artist named Sho Majosi. Mm. Do you know her? I don't, but I'm. Do y'all know her? She's uh. I forget who her label was. She was I'll great. Yeah, she was here. Uh, I bought. I bought tickets for my mom's birthday and we went to see stromae and he's like awesome no like he's like my opinion he's one of the best artists in the world really you don't you don't you don't agree no not that i don't agree i just think like i don't really know in depth like about most of his music like i've heard all like the hits and he writes about a lot of very deep things he's brilliant and i feel like there's just so much i haven't like sorry heard from him so i feel like I could show I'm that gonna opinion. send you some. some send me, songs send me later. some stuff. Some of the new, some of his new album is. Yeah. And he's just such a like. He just doesn't feel real. Yeah. You know, like you look at him and you're like, you're like, are you a person? A ro- like he literally, well, his whole set is like, well, not spoiled. It's like all robots and shit. Yeah. And he like looks like kind of like a robot. Damn, that's cool though. But he's like six foot four, I think. He's gigantic, yeah, he's... like skinny robot. Anyways, um, <laughs> what is, what do you feel like is the biggest maybe misconception about you from? If somebody was were to look in on your career, thought I'm or- a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> You're the kidding. Worst. I'm kidding. I just on it. Sorry, both, I keep they opening. Both they, not to start beef over here at oh, Island Records, but guy, we got to talk about this after. Yeah. Um, I think there's um 
I have to keep opening parentheses after you ask me these questions because no I want to say something before. Sorry, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, I think it's funny that a lot of people, um, not funny, but people idolize people without knowing them at all. You know, like they don't know their personality. Like I said that because like people could think I'm like super nice and cool, but I also could not. Like that's just what the internet, like, because you, sh- you choose exactly what you want to post on the internet and exactly how you come across. So I just always have found that super interesting. Like, um, not parasocial, but what's the word um, uh, where like you have a relationship with a celebrity, but you don't know them? Oh. But um, cyber, what is it? Not parasocial. It's something, you know what I'm talking about. So whatever, that word. Um, I just think it's funny. But a misconception? I don't know. People have misconceptions about Like, what do you think people think about when they, let's say, look at your stuff on social media? Hmm. Maybe that I have my life together. You don't? I mean, not that I don't, but it's just like, or maybe that, because I never portray like the um, more like harder elements and like the more, like I've, I've never gone on social media like bawling my eyes out after I've felt terrible after a situation. So maybe people think I'm just like super happy all the time. Do you think you should? Um, I kind of feel like people don't really need Cause like that's in my music, you know, I'll write the song, then it comes out, but I've never really been one to like show that a lot. And I'm not like people who do show that it's just like a different, like, it's up to you, you know, it's up to you what you show. Do you like, do you like attention in general? I, when I was younger, I really, really like, I was very, I wasn't a brat. But I was like, I like to talk a lot. I like to be the center of attention. But I feel like as I've grown older, I've just kind of like, you know, like everyone likes attention some of the time, you know, depends on what kind. Um, But not so much anymore, I would say. Like, I feel like I as I mean, you always change, especially from like a tiny kid to like early 20s, you know, like you've gone through school, you've like started your career. Sometimes I have and like I've definitely discovered a lot about myself and i yeah i don't love that so much anymore what do you what do you think through this for lack of better word like career blow up Mm -hmm. have you learned most about yourself wow that's like a loaded question i feel like i would need to like write a thesis on it um we don't have time for that i (laughs) i've definitely learned that i need to go to therapy um hey. just because i think everyone should i agree and I've, i was always that person being like oh like i'm super happy and i don't have any like mental health issues and then as i've got older i'm like damn that is so not true um and just like you know like therapy's awesome and i as soon as i get health insurance <laughs> i'm going i'm starting but um also just learn to like stay grounded and not let like because it's so easy to get overwhelmed in this industry especially like with just how much like traveling and um like you know especially when you're like doing interviews and doing shows and networking you always have to have this personality on and it's you but it's just like elevated you know Mm. and you always have to have that that face on and i feel like just learning to balance like giving yourself time taking time for yourself that's something that i've definitely learned too journaling i started doing that really yep does it actually work i don't think i feel like i'm not doing it so. so no it definitely works for people i just think i'm not um doing it either enough or i've not like fully committed to doing it yet so like what's your journaling look like 
just write down three it's things in my bag. In it's in my bag. You want to read it? Kidding. It's just yeah. like I write down I what happened in my me. day. And then I write down what I'm feeling, which I feel like is what journaling is about. But I've just, it's been really hard on tour to like find a moment to sit down and like write stuff, especially recently with like the, the tours coming to an end. Like everyone's really busy. Um, you could just feel that like busy energy in the air. And like every moment I've had, I'm like, I'm just going to go lay down in my bunk and sleep. So I feel like maybe when I get back to LA and have some times, like in the morning when I wake up, I'll just sit at my kitchen table and like journal. Because that I feel like will be more of a easier place to start than like on a tour bus as it's moving and I'm trying to write with like a pen and I'm smudging ink everywhere, you know? Do you feel like you've been able to process the last couple of years yet or no? Um, Because it seems like you've moved quite fast. Yeah. I feel like I am... It kind of still feels like a dream, sort of, you know? Like, what, as I think back to last year and how crazy last year was, I just know this year is going to be even crazier. And I'm still thinking of everything that I did last year, but I feel like it truly hasn't, like, sink, sank, sank sunk. in, sunk. I got to go back to school. <laughs> and now we're just going to take a quick break to talk to you about my longtime sponsor in U.S. Wellness Meats. At uswellnessmeats.com, you can choose from over 350 foods raised the way nature intended. That includes 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, lamb, bison, elk, and dairy. They also have pasture-raised heritage pork, wild-caught seafood, and pasture-raised poultry. These are some of the host of foods that you can find at uswellnessmeats.com where the owners are the actual farmers themselves, and now they've introduced a subscription food delivery service, and curated sample farm bundles. Choose the bundle of food you want to receive every month and they'll deliver it right to your door automatically. It's never been easier to serve your family real, honest-to-goodness food without the junk. U.S. Wellness Meats is the choice of championship sports teams, professional athletes, chefs, world-class trainers, and families just like yours all over America. Use promo code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to save 15% off of every order at uswellnessmeats.com. Now let's get back into it. Um, sun- sunken? Sunken. Right? Maybe it's, it truly hasn't sunken in. Now you're making me doubt. Right? Sunken. Sank is sunk not in. a word. Sunken. 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 Okay. Um, I, now that sounds weird. I feel like it'll probably take my whole life for like everything to really, like I feel like I'll be like in my 60s and be like, I can't believe this all happened. And that's when it'll be like, whoa, all of that was real. You know? Because it is. It's real. It's happening right now. But to truly like internalize everything that's happened and been like, I did all that. It's definitely going to take me time. Do you, how do you manage like the, you know, private life and work and all that and still being a, at the end of the day, a 22 year old growing up? It's a lot, you know, like I feel like that's one of the things that you um, on the outside never really see about like, you know, like celebrities and artists and musicians. Cause like, again, going back to the point where they only show what they want to show, um, so there, it's a, it's a lot of learning to balance everything, you know? And I've also like, I'm not famous enough to the point where I can't walk outside and like go to Target, you know? So I've still, and I don't know if I ever want to get that famous because like, it's, it's complicated because everyone's like, you chose this life for yourself and you blew up and this is what you love to do. So deal with it. Like the whole no privacy thing. But on the other hand, like you're a human being and you deserve 
privacy. I don't know. It's this whole thing. But I still think I'm in a cool spot where like I have a really awesome fan base that has been with me for a long time and that have seen like kind of the evolution of me. But then I'm also not going to get mobbed in a Target. So, but so, and I want to bring talking about getting mobbed. So you're like gigantic in uh, in Indonesia here. Mm-hmm. You got mobbed there. Mm-mm. Fake mobbed. I did. Well, no. I did get asked for like a picture. Like we were in the mall. Oh, that's exciting. And I walked outside and we're waiting at like a crosswalk intersection. And this girl like comes up to me and she's like, oh my God, like you're Stacey Rock. And she was like visibly like shaking. And I was like, this, like that was the first time that has happened did you to me. you think you're getting pranked? Uh, no. I was like, this is real. That's kind of Because like I knew my song was like, like blowing up oh, and doing really, really yeah, well. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a surreal moment to have someone like, who is like very like excited to the point that they're like shaking and nervous to meet you. Like it's, it's a, it's a feeling. Did you, was, was that something that you, I guess, um, imagined would ever happen? And was it, was it the same way that you would imagine it to happen? Yeah. Because I feel like you, like when you grow up, you, you like, you see it, you see people mm-hmm. who are nervous to me, like, I don't know, Justin Bieber or some famous person. And you're like, I wonder how that feels. And then it kind of just feels exactly like how you think it would. You're like, whoa, this is so crazy that my music and me as a person has impacted this person so much that this is the reaction they get to like standing in front of me. It's just like, it's very, I feel very, um, grateful that my music had that kind of reach, you know? And that it, like, this person was so moved enough to, like, act that way in front of me. And it was just, like, it was very sweet. Do you feel like you you write your music to move people? Or do you feel like you write it for your own therapeutic purposes? It's and then it moves people. definitely that one. I would say the latter. Um, my, like, main goal... I would say is to just like write stuff that is true to me and then hope that people connect with it because like I wouldn't want to just like try to like like just do it for them you know like not like put any of my truth and heart into it and what's um, like the awesome part is that that has worked you know like I've written a song about something that happened to me like fall in love alone and then all these people are like this is exactly how I feel in my life and I was like that is a very fulfilling moment because you're just like I'm just a regular person that has all these feelings then you're like wait millions and millions of other people on the earth have these feelings and I articulated them into a song that people also like it's just it's really cool well I think honestly probably the reason why you've been able to do well is because you because of the authentic nature you know i feel like people relate to people that are that are being authentic and you're mm-hmm. and you're just you're just doing you I'm just being me you and you know what i mean and i think that uh, people that try to not be themselves that's where it gets a little tricky yeah and they can't and they can't produce something qualitative right yeah i've always been very um I wouldn't say choosy, but, you know, as you, like, get into the industry, you're offered, like, like, brand deals and, like, collaborations. And I'm always, like, the first one to advocate for myself and being, like, if this doesn't feel true to me, I don't want to do it because it will come across as not authentic, you know? And then people can sense that. And I've always, like, 
of course, when you're like in this industry, you can't like not you can't not stick to that rule like 100 percent. Like you're going to have to do things, you know, that maybe you don't want to do. But at the end of the day, like overall, I just want to make sure that I stay like true to me, you know, and just like make sure that everything I'm doing comes across as like real is and your, is real. Right. Is your metric like how do you measure your own kind of levels of success or happiness or both? I mean, like, is it just streams? Is it numbers? Is it? So I think at the end of the day, the numbers are just like an indicator of like something deeper, you know, like in Fall in Love Alone, it blew up over there and it's still like doing amazingly well and the numbers are great and it's so exciting to see that. But then behind that, you know, like I got the opportunity to go there and meet the people face to face who have been listening to the song. So it those numbers and the excitement brought a much deeper experience to me, you know, like being able to like talk to these people and like going all the way across the world to like perform and like just it's in this day and age, social media is very important to a career and it's very easy to feel like it has become a job when it mm -hmm. never started out as that because it just starts out for fun. Yep. I'm pretty sure for everyone. Um, but at the same time, that's the only way that you can really connect with your audience. And it's crazy because you could never do that before. You know, like there were ways, but this is like the most rapid way to like connect with your audience. So it's definitely, there's pros and cons to that whole aspect, like the social media stuff and like the streams and numbers and like, um, if you're like, you know, like, oh, if your TikTok numbers are not doing good, then you feel like shit. And like, it's easy to like um, compare those elements, but you have to like not, which is like but impossible. How, how, yeah. How do you not get lost in that? Because I think a lot of people. Especially, oh, I do all the time. Really? Yeah. I'm like, but there's there's element like, you know, like being on tour, it's been like super hard to keep up with social media and also putting out an EP. Like I would have loved to be at home and like just making content all day long to be able to post. And people do that. People like are on tour and posting two times a day and like working and like doing the shit. And it's awesome. But for me, it's just been very hard to do that. I feel like I haven't had enough like mental energy to like sit down and like record and edit a video and also finding a time and a place to do that where you're like completely alone on tour has been difficult um but sorry i so lost where i was going to like how content you, how do you not get lost in it oh right yeah um you just have to remind yourself that especially and i'm talking mostly about tiktok is that you can't really control what happens to your videos when you post them just because that's the way TikTok is like with the algorithm and it's constantly changing. And so if your video doesn't do well, you can't just be like, oh, it's a shit video and like, but it's so easy to feel that way, you know, especially with like, I have 1.5 million followers and some of my videos haven't even been reaching 10,000 views in the first day, in the first day, yeah. you know? And I see that and I'm like, damn, well, this like maybe like people aren't interested in what I'm making anymore, but it's mostly about being consistent is huge on TikTok. But how much does like you see if you see that happen, does that really affect you? Yeah, it does. 
because it it makes me feel like what I'm putting out is not as good as maybe what I was putting out before. But then I also have to think I haven't had much time. I haven't had much like, you know, like a time and a place to do all this. So I can't be too hard on myself. It's not like I'm sitting at home all day long, just sitting there doing nothing. Because no, um, I'm, I'm on tour, which is also in right. another way, connecting with new audiences and growing my fan base. So like, it's not like I'm doing nothing, but it's also super easy to feel guilty about it. You know, being like, hey, I have an hour. I should work on something and post something on social media, but then also like rest, you know? I mean, I think you you have a healthy mindset. Then it's 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 harder it's harder in action, right? It's harder to mm-hmm. say rest when right. you've got twelve people telling you this, that, the third. Post this, and yeah. You're trying can you answer to, these questions? Yeah. But but at the same time it does feel like, you know, I have the privilege to talk to a lot of successful people and I think that you have the exact mindset of somebody that um, is already successful and will continue to be successful. And I think, you know, what I always walk away from those conversations um, is that I just hope that, you know, they do prioritize themselves in Mm -hmm. some capacity because especially if you want longevity, like you need, you need those mentals to stay in check. Exactly. No, 100, 100%. Like at the end of last summer, after I had like been traveling, I had never traveled that much in my life, mm-hmm. never been on that many planes, never seen like so many hotel rooms before. And I just got like so I remember getting back to L.A. and I had like a day before I had to fly to San Francisco to shoot like a, a sponsored post and then fly back to L.A. for a day, then fly out to Chicago to do a show. And I remember being so overwhelmed. Like I think that was maybe one of like and. I don't mean like to say lowest points in my life, like very, very low, but I just felt like I had never felt like that before. I felt so like not grounded. I felt drained. I was exhausted. And I remember being like, okay, like moving forward, we have to figure this out because like if I'm going to be, my whole life is about traveling and being on the go and living out of a suitcase and it will be. And I just have to like come to terms with that and be like, what can I do for next time to make this not happen again you know or just like in a because it's not like it's impossible to go from like feeling that way to feeling like I'm perfectly okay with it and feeling 100% you know but there's things that you can do and just like you know like you said like take time for yourself and like also think like what is making me feel bad or like is it a specific thing sometimes it's not you know so it's hard to like pinpoint what you can do to make it better but also just like experiencing more and doing it more you get you adapt and you get used to it and I feel like this tour I was super nervous before this tour I was like I feel like the exact same thing is going to happen that happened last summer I feel like I was gonna be like just not happy and feeling unsettled and everything but it was like the complete opposite and I'm really happy well also things will get you know complicated and more um complex I imagine as time goes on, you know, if one day, I don't know how you feel about having a family, but like, you can be a, you want to be a mother? Not really. At least not now. At least not for the next no. 10 years. Then we'll think about it. Right. But it's never been like, like people are really? like, oh, I've always wanted like to mom. be a mom. Oh, thank you. I don't think about that at all. Really? No. At least not the kids part. You know, like eventually, like, I don't even know if I want to like, 
get married just because it's oh. so expensive. Like, you know what? Okay, never mind. I've We've actually been talking about this, Tell all of me. us on the bus. If I were to get married, I would do it like in someone's big backyard with like a bunch of fairy lights in the okay, summertime. Okay, so it's not expensive. Exactly. It's more like a small party. I That's what were, I would do. You're not, but you're not against the, the concept of marriage. No, I'm not against this been, it. This has been a hot topic. But also, if it never Let's happens for me, I don't, it's not like one of my main goals in life. You know, like some people are born and then as they're growing up, they're like, I want a family. I want to be a mother. I want to have kids. That's their goal. And that's cool. But my goal was like, I want to have a career and be a musician and live my life. So like, it's just a different way of looking at it. Do you, in terms of goal setting, do you write things down? Do you, how's that, how's that work for your process? Um, no, nah, I just kind of like have them in my head. You know, like it's just kind of something I think about sometimes. And when people ask me, I'm like, oh, I haven't really thought about that yet. And then I do. And then I come to a conclusion and wait till someone asks me again. And then I'll be like, well, I've actually thought about that. So like 10 years down the line, what would you where do you hope the, the Stacey Ryan brand 32? is at? 32. Honestly, it's so hard for me to imagine that. But Damn. it also isn't because like I see people in their early 30s who are like still like killing it you know it's just like i think it's because everything's so yeah, new I, and fresh it's hard to see how long that okay how do i articulate this it's hard for me to see where my career will be in 10 years just because i have no idea what my life is going to be like and what my music will be like and how my career will have gone for these like the 10 years in between so it's hard for i just want to keep doing what i'm doing do you if ever I can, do you ever have any fears about career and profession all the time. Like, what would you say is your biggest professional fear? Like, just dropping and, like, just kind of, like, which I don't think could happen to the extent that I'm, like, fearing that it will. Not that it will, that it could. Um, But just, like, you know, like, working hard and it not, like, working. You know? Does that make sense? Because right now, like, it is, you know? And, like, but who knows where the world will be in 10 years? Who knows where music will be, like... It's so hard for me to imagine myself in 10 years. Five years, I want to be like, you know, like touring, like putting out my second, third album, you know, like just like really like diving, just like building my repertoire and like, you know, just like working with cool people and just doing stuff I always wanted to do. Jump out of a plane. Oh, I want to go skydiving so bad. You could do that now. I could definitely do that now. It's just so expensive. Is it? Yeah. It definitely is. You have to because then you have to like you have to like pay for the plane, the plane, <laughs> and then the person who's like strapped to you. Because oh. I'm not jumping out by myself. Hell no. Also, I want to make sure that person is he's he or she. Yeah, is good. like hey, how many times you jump out of a plane? Five thousand. Perfect. Great. Let's do it. I want to do like I don't know, just test everything about them. No, nah, I would just do it. That's a lot of trust in one person. That's true, but they're like, I don't know. I would definitely read like the reviews. I'm a very big review oh, reader. Big Yelp I cannot. Oh, I love Yelp so much. Do you, do you write on Yelp? I do. I've left a couple reviews, <laughs> but I have to be good in a very specific. Yeah, good ones. I've had to be in a very specific headspace to write a Yelp review <laughs> nice. because I have to be like not in a food coma after a meal, which is never. Um, I feel that. And because I have a lot of thoughts when I eat in different restaurants and about food. Wait, so I always feel like Yelp reviews, though, you only write them when you're upset, but you write them when you're happy. Yeah, I've written a couple. Like, I think I have two. I don't know where they're, where they're from. I think one of them was some random shawarma spot. And you're just like, damn, this shawarma it was hitting. It was so good. And that place was so unassuming, too. You walk in there. So you wanted them, you wanted them to get business. 
That's very oh my kind god, do people like my reviews? Wait, hold on. I have Oh. How'd you pull it up so quick? Because I know where it's at. <laughs> oh wait, what the hell? Wait, wait. It people your, like review your review is still guiding your review for curry leaf has 32 new views. Curry leaf, when did I eat that? Okay, well, this is my review. This one's boring. <laughs> Had the chicken tikka masala with garlic naan. Food was absolutely delicious and the place was popping. See that? Five stars. <laughs> How many and people liked it? Um, so it says it had, so no one liked it, but it has had views. So people have seen it. Mm. Um, what did I? I think I. How do I see my other ones? Um, oh, sixty views in the last ninety days. So you're only. Oh, are there okay. any negative ones? This is the shawarma spot. Visited Atlanta for the day and stumbled across this restaurant and was craving shawarma, so I went in. I had the chicken shawarma plate with medium spice, and it was delicious. The staff were super polite and always asking us if we needed anything, if we enjoyed the food. Overall, a great experience. Five stars. Um, no negative reviews. Not yet. I mean, I could definitely write some of places no, that I, I didn't think were like, but I also like... No, don't bash them. Maybe it was a bad day. Yeah. Or like, I feel but you know it's funny because i am also like i don't need to like spread that negativity like who cares exactly but if i was looking up a, a place review i would want to read about someone who had a meh experience i don't think i've ever written a yelp review you should, should i it's, should i get it's on it exhilarating <laughs> it's fun but i feel like i'd only think about it and uh well actually no if you get like good service or you get you want to bless them yeah exactly and I feel like if I read, it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's both sides of the coin, you know? Like, I want to know if this place is reviewed badly or well. So, like, I would want, you know, I think I should start reviewing more. <laughs> I think. Like, just, like, writing down. Like, I think I should think about all the, because I've had some good food on tour. I can imagine. I've had some good food, but I've also had some not so good food. I could also imagine. You know? I'm going to start writing some more Yelp reviews. <laughs> I'm going to make it like a, a, make it like a, a segment. Yeah. I'll be like, sit down with me as are, I write my Yelp review are, for <laughs> this random spot. Are there any, are there any other kind of uh, industries or like side passions that you would want to get into? Because I feel like now you're, you're starting to create like your brand, right? Mm -hmm. And you have obviously um, interests that like even if music is the main. The main. Yeah. That uh, that you're passionate about, I imagine. I am very. I mean, we've talked a lot about food. Um, I really like food and drink, like alcohol, and I feel like I don't know if it's like making my own brand of like bar. a bar, having a restaurant, Jazz bar. yeah, something like that, you know, and like serving like foods that I like. Stacy's, St literally, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it is. And then we only serve the Stacy's pita chips. Love oh, those. Oh, wait. That's a great brand partnership off the bat. Right? You know what? Wait. This hey, is, you hear this? <laughs> you hearing this right now? Yeah, this is actually a good Stacey's idea. Stacey's pita chips. I love them. They're so good. Oh, they're delicious. They're so, they're like the best pita chips. No, they there. really are. You can eat them without any, any dips. I eat them without any dips. <laughs> no, I've I'll been telling people this bag. for a long time. Oh my God, you're so right though. They're like the crispy, salty. <laughs> no, I know. You I want to go buy me. some Stacey's chips. But see, like, that could be a good... That could be great. With like phenomenal drinks that you like hand. Right? Like handcrafted with like a drink maker. Because I, I really enjoy like, and I've been um, uh, slowly like uh, moving into that world. Like, you know, when I was younger, like, and as a lot of people were when they were younger, they didn't like, like hard liquor cocktails. Like, or that's not the first thing you go right. for when you start right. drinking, you know? But as I've like 
grown a little, I have started to like go into that world and I find it like super. It's interesting. It's so interesting. How long are you in New York for? Uh, we leave tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, is there like a spot I should go to? There's one spot if you're like looking for the, uh, God, another free plug, is um, it's called, shit. I don't remember. It's called the Whiskey Lounge, the Whiskey Bar. The um, I'm Andy, not a do you know what I'm talking about? The, whiskey person. Me neither, but there's a lot of other drinks. Okay, Sly. So the, see? Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was very It's so natural. That was very, that was very, um, <laughs> I like that one. Thanks. Um, oh, it's called the Brandy Library. Okay. And and it it's, um actually, it's right near Soho. Oh, then I'm right there. And it's like very much, it's kind of, very elegant you feel like in, you're in some like old victorian mm-hmm. yeah they have a little fireplace the brandy library the brandy library and they have all types of different alcohols i mean specifically obviously like brandy whiskey whatever mm-hmm. um but they have a ton of other drinks there as well and if you're uh, an enthusiast I am. like yourself um then i would highly recommend it awesome i'm looking it up right now um to kind of wrap things up do you mm-hmm. When people listen to your music or they think about Stacey Ryan, mm-hmm. what do you hope that they think about or? I hope that they think that. I think they, hmm. I want them to think about jazz. Okay. I love jazz. Um, I mean, I went to school in it, so it's very, it's very ingrained in like everything that I do. Um, I want them to just like, like, you know, like listen to my music and then be like, oh, like there's some cool extra shit. Like there's some added Easter eggs and, you know, not everyone hears those, but I love that my music can kind of be like interpreted in a lot of different ways. You know, like someone who's listening to it, who doesn't really know anything about music theory, just like, this is a great pop song. Awesome. Someone who maybe like has gone to school knows theory being like, hey, do you hear that cool thing that they did just there? That was a cool, Mm -hmm. cool touch. And I feel like that's what I try to do, you know, like blend pop and jazz into a way that everyone, no matter what you know about jazz or theory can enjoy it. And I think I've, I think I've been doing a good job. I think you have as well. Thank you. And, uh, and I think that, you know, it's, um. It's impressive that you're doing this all oh, at our age, I guess. But you know, at our age, but uh, but I'm rooting for you. Um, you have good people around you. It seems I, I do. Look at them. Look at all. Oh. Pay attention, Andy. Yeah, we're just we're complimenting about you. you now. Jesus Christ! I take it back. <laughs> and talk to your boyfriend after. Did, do you know that Andy and I's boyfriend went to high school together? He's one of my very, very good friends. Wait, Andy and yours. Wait, hold up. What did you say? Andy's boyfriend. Correct. And I. Gotcha. Myself. Went to school together. I just like, I was like, wait, you guys have the same boyfriend? I was so confused. <laughs> no, I don't. Th- <laughs> no, her and I do not share the same boyfriend. Okay. No, we don't. Perfect. You guys went, you went to high school? I don't think Dylan would want to date me, unfortunately. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to ask him though. Ask him. He'll, yeah, I'm, ask sure, him right I'm sure he'll Call love him. the question. Call him like, hey, For sure. Hey, we'll, we'll FaceTime him after. He'll be like, be like, dude, what are you bothering me about? Yeah. That's so funny. Anyways. Um. What were you saying? Why were we talking about Dylan? Uh, cause we, right? We said. Oh, cause Andy wasn't paying attention. It was all Andy's fault. Andy. We were giving you a comment. It's all your fault. It's, sorry. it's okay. It's okay. No, but you have good people around you. Yeah, I, my team is like literally the best I could have asked for. Damn. 
Look at them smiling over there. Yeah, I know. I see you guys over there. But uh, but I'm excited for for you and what's to come in ten years when you come back. Yeah. Oh It'll God, be, let's do a ten year reunion. I mean we on can do day. we can do like a little bit sooner than ten like, years. Yeah, okay. I mean what it's like a long one? time, you know. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. Was way too long. Okay, yeah, one year reunion. Perfect. Yeah, we just skipped like a whole nine years there. Yeah, I Good was on like us. I was like, I don't have time for that. That's true, me neither. Right? And who knows, you know? No, that's 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 grim. That's Wait, dark. Oh, saying that you'll still be alive in ten years? No, that, I mean, you know, you just got you never know. You just gotta I mean, that, knock you on do, wood. You do really you, never know. Is this real wood? Yeah, it should be. If Feels like it. You never know these days. You know, you know, <laughs> that's a good point, Stacey. Um, but I appreciate you coming on. I yeah, appreciate well, thank you. Thank you for having you. me. I had so much fun. I feel we like could, we could have done this we, for like we 12 hours. Shot the shit for like another See, you know what would have been dangerous if we would have gotten like a couple drinks? Then we would have started oh, saying some do very a little night podcast? Oh, see, that's dangerous. That you turn be- off the lights and you just leave these and the red oh. neons, and then it's like crazy vibe, but then you can't see anything. It's a whole True. thing. Yeah, Next time when we get, we can do that. Oh. Everybody will get real fucked up. We'll be hammered in here. Perfect. Well, you should have done that. You should have just told me that you want to do that. I mean, it is... But it's 3 o'clock on a Friday. That, and yeah, I do have to I, drive after, but... Ooh, I don't. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's exactly oh, right. Yeah. That's exactly right. You're just going to rip your pen in a few just, seconds. Just once. Oh, that's, all, just, that's all you need. Yeah. I just... I don't want to get like... You know, I'm happy for you. Are you excited? Because in about you. 10 minutes, you're going to be there. I mean, I hadn't thought about it until right now. See, that's like... I'm not like... It's not constantly in the back of my mind being like, oh my Like God. you're not like an, a pothead addict. No. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, I'm happy to say that because, you know, it's easy to like get like, you know, I was always like, oh, I'm never going to buy my own weed. I'll just be a social smoker. I'll smoke with people. That ended soon enough. And I bought my, and I'm like, oh, I'm only going to smoke with friends. That ended. I was smoking by myself. Um, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to wake and bake. Waked and bake. Just a couple of times. Oh, it's not a regular thing. Like as we've been on tour, when you have a day off, you kind of just like start the day with like a bowl, you know? I don't, but yes. It's it's a vibe, and then you just go lay in a park. No, that's that sounds because lovely. It, you get rest, you know, and you just feel a little more like you just kind of stop thinking. Okay, I have a show tomorrow, and we're gonna drive, and like there's a lot of like you know things to think about, and I think just like I think people demonize weed a lot. I agree, and I don't think it's as taboo. Like I feel like it's exactly no, now thing it's good. Is, it but still like the older generation oh, really? are still very oh, like they don't like it you know and i'm really excited for it to be way more accepted than it is like it's legal in canada mm-hmm. there you go yeah i just think like it's why do people like get drunk and then hate weed it's just a different thing that's a great point you know and it's like i feel you know alcohol is made from like nasty fruits that like went bad <laughs> and weed is a plant so what's so bad about it beats me you know and the fact that you can't die from smoking too much weed. Like, you can't. You could die from alcohol poisoning. That's actually true. You can also, like, fall on your face and, like, hit your head and die from being too... Like, I'm not saying that, like, you can't... You know what I'm saying. No, no, I get what you're saying. But I think people think it's a lot more, like, dangerous than it is. So, next time we'll get... I'll do the edible. Because oh, I don't smoke. Okay. And you'll do what you got to do. I'll do whatever. I can do anything. Do, I can do, do everything. You'll do, it. you'll do it all. We'll get a Yeah, well, a I'll take the edible, smoke the joint, hit the pen, and then we're good. Oh, that's, what, that's like my after show routine. Like, we get off stage. Me and my guitars were like, edibles? Yep. And then we take that's like... Fun. But just a little... Wait, why don't you just hit it like when, when you're doing your last couple songs and it hits right when you get off stage? It's kind of... I mean, yeah, I could take the edible right before Imagine I go just, on. Like, and then like it would... Yeah, I just like I'd never want to interfere with like my performance. Like I yeah, would, it'll only I hit never in, like, thirty minutes after. 
Right, but like, what if it like started hitting like oh, yeah. kind of soon for no reason? Like, maybe you hadn't eaten a lot that day. Like, there's so many factors, and I don't like the one thing I will not do yeah. is smoke before a performance. You're I'll f- have a couple like You're I won't even drink that much because I want to be like completely clear headed. You know, I love it. So yeah, that's one rule I gave myself, and it's really easy to follow. Like, I'm not like feeling like like me nervous doesn't make me want to like have two drinks or like smoke a joint i just like do i go on stage and i'm like yeah this is what this is the cool (laughs) shit and then i party after it's great anyways yes thank you for coming on of course i had the best time i had the best time as well i will uh well we'll we'll stay posted on next time you're you're around new york city but i'll be here probably soon i mean maybe not what does island records say they say yes or no they they want to they want to have me in the office all the time i'm just so busy I'm a I'm a I'm a jet setter. You're jet- <laughs> At least for the next couple of months, I'm going to a lot of different spots. But I mean, I'll be back. So where can Definitely. where can uh where, where can the masses find you if Stacy Ryan music on every platform on everything everything the music is there sometimes sometimes it's not you know like my TikTok and Instagram is Stacy Ryan music but like my YouTube is just Stacy Ryan but like you you look up my name you'll find me you'll you'll find it's you'll pretty find. it's pretty simple. Thanks, Stacy. Yeah, of course. Thank you.